Hello and welcome to the Anchor Book Club podcast. My name is Olaolua Oladokun and I'll be your host today. As we continue our review of the book on the Holy Spirit by Smith Wigglesworth. Today we'll be looking at chapter 9 titled Filled with God. Filled with God. I'll be reading from Hebrews chapter 2 from verse 1 to 18 Hebrews 2 1 to 18 therefore we must give the most earnest heed to the things we have heard lest we drift away for if the word spoken through angels proved steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him. God also bearing witness both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. For he has not put the world to come of which we speak in subjection to angels, but one testified in a certain place saying, What is man that you are mindful of him? or the son of man that you take care of him. You have made him a little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor and set him over the works of your hands. You have put all things in subjection under his feet, for in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not see all things put under him. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, for his suffering, for the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone. For it was fitting for him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all of one, for which reason he is not ashamed to call them brethren, saying, I will declare your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly I will sing praise to you, and again I will put my trust in him, and again, here am I and the children whom God has given me. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For indeed he does not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Therefore in all things he had to be made like his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make propitiation for the sins of the people for in that he himself has suffered being tempted he is able to aid those who are tempted that's Hebrews 2 1 to 18 now we see that God's plan for man was that he be crowned with glory and honor and God sets man above the works of his hand. And like we read in that chapter, there was still some limitation to the level at which man was executing his dominion. 
because God put all things and made them subject to man's ruling. But then we did not see a fullness of that power until Jesus himself was made a little lower than the angels and had to suffer death that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone and was fitting for him, for whom all of all these things, and by whom all are all things, was fitting for him to bring many sons to glory. So he became the captain of our salvation and perfect because it was made perfect through his suffering. So the fullness of the God life, the fullness of the God personality was fulfilled through Jesus Christ. So he brought us to living and executing a top-notch level of God-like living. So we need to realize that there is nothing we cannot get out of the word of God. It is that powerful. It is that powerful and effective. There is nothing we cannot get out of the word of God. His divine power, the Bible makes us understand, has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Many people are satisfied with just a slight idea of the fullness of God. And it's easy in an age where we feel obligated to catch up with society, to be on a level playing ground with everything that is going on around us, that we are not as conscious about the things that are going going on above us the things that are going on inside of us so many people are satisfied with just a slight idea of the fullness of god if only we knew how much god would love to fill us with how much of himself he would like to give us access to the truth is that nothing else can satisfy the void left by a lack of connection with god's word i mean at best a lot of things can seem like it to the simple-minded but they can never really be it nothing else can satisfy like god's word does nothing else can satisfy like god does so we shouldn't stoop for small things when you have access to such a big god and while we have access to the word you may have the word we may have the word but we also need an awakened spirit The word is not alive until it is moved upon by the Spirit of God. Then it becomes life. The difference between the Bible to a believer and the Bible to a non-believer is the fact that the believer in Christ Jesus has access to the Spirit who illuminates light upon the word and he catches the life in it whenever he studies it. So our studying the word of God is not because we are trying to gain literal literature exposure, literate exposure on some text. We are catching and receiving supernatural life being infused into us by the spirit of God each time we come in contact with it. So how much time we spend in fellowship with the Holy Spirit determines how much more sensitive we become to his workings and the manner in which he ministers to us. He opens our eyes and he opens our ears to him. When the Spirit of God moves upon the word, it becomes life. Like John 6.63 says, the Spirit gives life. Never live in a place that is less than where God has called you to. And he has called you up on high to live with him. 
God has designed that everything will be subject to man. And through Christ, he has given you the power over all the power of the enemy, as Luke 10:19 says. He has worked out your eternal redemption. So today, I would like to encourage you to walk in the reality of the fullness of God's ability inside of you. Everything you need to live as Christ on earth is said as he is, so are we in this world. Everything you need to live as Christ on earth has been deposited inside of you by the Holy Spirit. And we gain access, exposure, enlightenment about how these things work, about how to live this life by constantly fellowshipping with him. On that note, I would like to end today's review filled with God. Thank you once again for joining me on this. As always, please spend some time in prayer and fellowship with God today. Enjoy the rest of the day. God bless you. Bye-bye.